guys so much for listening to Bloody Podcast Patreon. This is the exclusive episode. My name is Lloyd Ronkamp. I am exhausted. I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host Maria Felix and Cash Abdomalik. How are you guys Hi. doing? Uh, we're good. Good. I'm sick. Maria's yeah. sick. Oh yeah. So I'm exhausted. Exhausted. Maria's sick. Cash is good for some reason. No. Okay. Sorry. Thank God. One of us is good. <laughs> well, I'm I'm making sure she's all right. Oh, you're so sweet. Love it. Oh, I love you. All right. So Do we have a topic today? <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, fun. So we're gonna get into some shit. Um, the good news <laughs> is that it's a short, short episode, and I'm talking short because there's not a lot of information. Which is when you find out what it is, it's gonna be infuriating. But it's short. It's a short episode, and um, I'm just letting you know right now this is about child abuse. So if you are not somebody who can handle that, I recommend not listening to this episode. Um, or listening to it when make our voices sound really high, so then it sounds kind of comical. <laughs> Lori, hold on one second. Sure. Never mind, it's just the neighbor. <laughs> we heard yelling, aggressive yelling. <laughs> you guys, you guys are so scared, and I was like, oh God. Oh God, what's happening? <laughs> you you never just... know. It could be a guy with a machete. Yeah. Oh, great. As has happened before around here. Then I'm just on Zoom going, stop it. Hey, no, don't machete them. Stop nah, it. Don't machete anybody. You're being recorded, sir or ma'am. <laughs> okay. Sorry for the pause, Ruby. So, so yeah. So, if it's, your, it's something that you can't necessarily deal with, I recommend. Not listening or getting high with whatever substance you, you use to do so. Drugs, alcohol, caffeine, Cheetos, whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, though, the child abuse cases are never helped by getting high. <laughs> really? Not- yeah, they're well, made worse. Makes things, everything worse. That, that, well, yes, that's true. And that also <laughs> tells you how many times I get high where I'm just like, you want to hear about some child abuse? Smoke some weed. Um. <laughs> So we have the story of the adopted children of, excuse me, let me, let me repeat that. Yeah, sure. Can you hear our neighbor? I can't, no. I wonder if it'll get picked up on the microphone though, but I, I can't hear it to be honest with you. No, but yeah, I think it'll get picked up on the mic. He's being so loud. Yeah, whatever. Pretty sure he's on the phone. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. So this is the story of the adopted children from of Martin and Kathleen O'Brien. Mm-mm. Ah, the O'Briens. So this story. So there's actually not really a lot of information about how they were found out. Um, and again, when you find out what happened, it's infuriating, but I found two articles that sort of share this story as sort of like the initial story of things that, of it not going well, of like, sort of like the beginning and the end for the O'Briens. 
Um, and it's a very short story. It's just uh, Lynn Marquette, a neighbor of the O'Briens for 39 years, sees a girl in the front yard of the O'Brien's house during a extremely hot, she called it a blistering hot sunny day, desperately trying to push a dull push mower through a swath of thick, long grass. Now, Lynn Marquette stopped and thought, this is weird. I know for a fact that the O'Briens have a riding mower. So why would they make a tiny girl push a, 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 like, you know, force a tiny girl to push a push mower? Um, Which to me makes it seem like she at some point clocked that riding mower is like, I'm going to steal that. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to borrow it and then be like Homer and never (laughs) give it back. Never return it. That's the old Irish punishment. (laughs) So she also waved hi to the little girl and the little girl did not look up, almost like refused to look up and refused to acknowledge her and just was focusing on pushing this mower. And Lynn Marquette said something is wrong. So that's that's sort of like the story of how it began. Interesting. What would you see your neighbor do out of the ordinary that still seemed benign that you'd be like, that something's wrong? Hmm. Hmm. I would say that if our neighbors next door uh wash their car <laughs> the interior something would be that's a good one <laughs> that's that is a good one Lo- loading up yeah. the car with a lot of garbage bags something would be i would say yeah i would say if our neighbor our next door neighbor took out the trash that would probably be a big red flag <laughs> or walk to their dog <laughs> yeah that would be a big one for us or it was like oh my next door neighbor it would be like you know, was like, oh, I'm missing a dog. I'd be like, mm, no, I don't believe you. <laughs> High standards. <laughs> so we have great neighbors. Did I? I told you guys this that uh, my next door, my neighbor across the street, who whom I've never met, but he was arrested with like, a like over a hundred guns in his house. What really? Yeah, yeah. Orange County. So, Orange County. I'm not surprised. Is it's he Orange still County. there? No, no, I don't think so. No, I think he's in prison now or in a mental institution. I hope so. But I don't talk to my neighbors. I mean, I they had they had a like a neighbor a cul-de-sac party a couple years ago and it was one woman on a table in the middle of the cul-de-sac. Aww, and I I felt bad for her, but not not enough to come outside and talk to her. So, <laughs> I'm not talking to nobody. I'm sure that's how everybody looked at her and felt. They're like, "Oh, yeah. poor lady." Aww. Yeah. I'll go out later. She's like, come on out. I made snacks. They're called Calda snacks. Oh. If she had said that, I would have hit her with my car. Ah! That's her. <laughs> so, August 2011, Child Protective Services took custody of five of the O'Brien's six adopted children. Now, later we find out, I found out in one article, because I was like, well, what happened to the sixth one? Is the sixth one murdered? What happened? Well, apparently one of uh, several a big issue with this case is that several of the kids are over 18 18 or over 
Um, and this one adopted child was given like, she claimed she was given like $200 when she turned 18 to just leave and just not come back. Huh. She took it. Which when you find the abuse, I would have been like, I mean, I would just go. Like, I would be like, it's probably the nicest thing they've ever done to her. Yeah. So the Bryans had four biological children. And in 2004, they adopted six children, Hmm. most of them from Russia. But then I think some one I know for sure was from Guatemala. And uh, I think maybe a couple were from um, one or two were from America. Now, there are two. There's a Dr. Phil episode, which, you know, you love if you guys want to check it out. There's a Dr. Phil episode with one, two of the kids. A one boy and one girl, Leonid and Carolina. And Leonid is from Russia and Carolina is from Guatemala. Mm. So the information I got was from two articles and then the Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> so what did Dr. Phil have to say? Um, I mean mostly he just asked them about like the abuse in the house. He didn't really ask them. But then <laughs> This was the best part. Those poor kids then had to deal with uh, Pierce Morgan. Ugh. He then brings on Pierce Morgan, who I didn't know was the editor of the Daily Mail. Or used to be the editor of the Daily Mail. And his friends with Dr. Phil? And his friend, he said, a a good friend of mine, which I was like, okay. It checks out. It checks out. We play golf. We play golf and have a good time. And like it was like what was the reason and then you find out that like the article that they're pulling from is like a daily mail article so it was like Ugh. you know okay but he like it was like brought Do- pierce is like what are your what are your thoughts on this and i was like yeah no i really want to know what pierce morgan has to say about right. abuse yeah the guy that whined because he made fun of a princess yeah because <laughs> a because a failed actress uh married a hillbilly you know, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Married an English hillbilly. And he, he didn't get his shot, even though he's like 27 million years older than her and would never have had a shot. Um, you, um, you've watched that show of his, I think it's called Killer Women. Or something. Oh, yes. I, I, I had to stop watching it because, I mean, honestly, I root for the women. Like, watching that show, I'm like... <laughs> he very much berates them. Which- yeah. Granted, these women are killers. But, I mean, he's the type of guy that he chose killer women. To berate women. Because, A, he wants to berate women and he wants to get away with it. So he knows that nobody's going to have sympathy with a a murderer. So he can berate women. And then, B, he didn't choose killer men because he's a pussy. And he doesn't want to get the shit kicked out of him. I I definitely think that he walked into the network and was just like, is there some sort of a format where I can, like, talk down to women? (laughs) and they were like well you could talk to him i mean they have to be pretty bad he was like okay (laughs) that's fine we'll have security right because i don't want to get hurt well who's that what's uh, she's a female comedian she used to have a show on e and she dated the president of the network and then she uh has since come out and been really a really big proponent of like black lives matter and stuff what's her name i can't think of her name but she was so annoying. I found her so annoying. And then she did an interview with Pierce Morgan. And I was like, 
Pierce Morgan was so terrible. She made her likable. Like she made me like Whitney Cummings. No, she Whitney Cummings worked for her though. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. Handler, Yeah, she she did an interview. I for there's some interview out there with with Pierce Morgan where Pierce Morgan is like literally trying to get her to be like you're really annoying, aren't you? And she's like, I don't think like basically like trying to get Chelsea Handler to admit that she's a piece of shit. And (laughs) Chelsea Handler's like. You're a piece of shit. I'm not a piece. Yeah. And so it's like, I was like, oh my God, like Pierce Morgan was so terrible. He made me like Chelsea Handler. I love Chelsea Handler. Yeah, I like her. Nobody can give her any fucking guff, especially not no Pierce Morgan. (laughs) She's great. When I was younger, I I didn't like her, but that was because I was an idiot. Yeah, she's very crass for, I think, the younger crowd. And then like once you get to your 30s, I feel you're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, she did a series of like uh, uh, short documentaries for Netflix and what was on like slavery and racism. And it was pretty fucking good, I guess. No, she's been, I mean, her, she's been really great. I've really enjoyed her Instagram and she's recommended a lot of really good books and stuff. So I, yeah, she's, I feel like she's really just sort of like, since she's retired from doing stuff, she's really, she's really become, (laughs) she's really come into her own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so anyways okay so they were charged with 11 felony counts of child abuse and 12 misdemeanor counts of disorderly conduct involving their adopted children but not their normal not their biological children no and that's what's so weird so their house was essentially divided into two factions the biological faction the biological kids and the adopted kids so the biological kids their rooms were normal typical kid rooms they were messy closets overflowing with clutter and clothes they one uh kid had two flat screen tvs and several gaming systems the adopted kids now there's the article and the um the interview that the kids the leonid and and carolina did with dr phil have some discrepancy mm-hmm. so um but it's not like you know where i'm like oh somebody's lying it's just like you know a different take but the article says that the boys and the girls the adopted boys and the adopted girls were separated into different rooms now mm-hmm. carolina and dr phil said that they were all in one room it was six adopted kids all in bunk beds together now that could have been the case like maybe at some point or maybe towards the end or something. And then, so who knows Mm. they had, so they had beds. Some reports say no sheets, just the bed Mm -hmm. and nothing in the room and a trash can as a toilet. They were not allowed to use regular toilets. Oh my God. And they were often forced to live in that, in that room for days, months, weeks on end, not allowed outside. Not to this extreme, but you would, or maybe you wouldn't be surprised how often something like this is is the case for foster children and adopted children with versus biological children. It's so rampant that part of the, like, one of the, like, listed reasons as to why social workers come to check on the families or are supposed to go to check on the families, like, every week or every two weeks is in order to make sure that their rooms are not like squalor compared to the other rooms with other children. 
Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Very sad because a lot of people, and I think I've said this before, but there's a lot of cruel people out there that will get foster kids or children in the system just to do manual labor hmm. and just to get, collect the check from them, from the government that, you know, you're supposed to use on the kid. Oh, that's awful. That's fucking gross. I'm sure the O'Briens learned this from some other family that was doing the same thing because it is incredibly rampant. That's terrible. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so they had, so they were limited to what they could do. Now they, um, would, they were, they weren't allowed to bathe all the time. Some reports say that they were, they bathed maybe once a month on Dr. Phil. They said that they bathed at least every single time they went to church, which just to me, I mean, look, I know I'm not coming from a great place as far as religion goes, because I believe that religion is a cult, but it just, to me, just reeks of such like religious hypocrisy where it's like, yeah, of course these people are religious, you know, they force their kids to shower when they go to church. I was just like, Oh, these fucking people. Like I would love it if just one person was like, you know, no, we didn't believe in God. And we're also pieces of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that's nobody believes they're a bad guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The main person in their fucking yeah. movie just doing the right thing. Yeah. So they uh, often were starved. The food, the fridge and pantry were locked. Yep. That's normal too. Like the- that shouldn't be, but it like I, we've had in the past, we've had kids who came from homes where they ate everything in the fridge because when they got to our house, you know, uh, it would be basically there was no restrictions like can have whatever you want from the fridge or the pantry because they came from houses where there were deadbolts or dead uh, padlocks put on the fridge after Jeez. like a, after every meal Ugh, that's not right no i mean unless it's like medically necessary you know like again i was watching a dr phil episode where this woman uh. had like this disease where she just never felt satiated I forgot what it's called, but it's it's actually like a, a legit thing. And so yeah. she just never felt safe. So she always felt like she was hungry, even though she wasn't. Biologically, she was not. Her stomach was full, but she still felt like she was hungry. And hmm. so her her husband locked the fridge because basically he was like, just to prevent her from making herself so sick because she would just eat and eat and eat. Cause she never, no matter how much she ate, she always felt hungry. Well, that lady's like a special case. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, unless it's medically <laughs> necessary, stop fucking locking fridges, you know? Um, Don't dogs not feel when they're full? They just keep eating if there's food. Yeah. That's why they throw up so much. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that explains. Okay. So my <laughs> aunt's dog was staying with us. And she would do this thing where we, when we would eat, she would literally jump in the air to like stare us in the eye to be like, give me some fucking food. (laughs) And she would do that until my aunt would acquiesce and she would do it for like 40 minutes. And my aunt would go, okay, I'll finally give you some food. And I go, you, you're feeding into it. She knows that she can get to you. And so then as soon as she would get food from us, she would immediately go and scarf down a bunch of kibble. And I was like, why, why are you doing that? (laughs) I just got food. Yeah, you could. I think you could literally put like a truckload 
of food in front of a dog and they'll just keep eating until they die. Yes. (laughs) But it's food that they want. That's what I've learned. If they, if they don't want, if they're full, if they're hungry, they'll eat anything. If they're full, they only want foods that they want. Food I meant like lasagna. They don't care about kibble. Yeah. If you if you if they're hungry and they get kibble, they'll eat it. But if you're hungry, if they're not hungry and you give them kibble, they'll be like, "No, thank you. I would prefer lasagna." Thank mm-hmm. you very much. <laughs> so they were starved. Carolina said that she would oftentimes uh, go break into the pantry and steal food for her siblings. They would often be forced to watch the bi- bio kids and the bio family eat. Oh my God. Now, this is really crazy because sometimes they would say that they would be stripped naked and forced. One of the biological daughters said that they were stripped, that the the adopted kids would often be stripped naked and forced to either watch the the people eat dinner or they would be stripped naked and then the parents would just taunt them and make fun of them. Oh my god! Basically, call them losers and say that they should be sent back home to Russia. Oh my god! And look, I feel I feel awful for these adopted kids, and I hope that they all are in happy, healthy families with happy, healthy relationships. But I also feel bad, slightly, for the biological kids because they didn't ask for this. Pun- they didn't ask for these kids to be punished. Could yeah, you yeah, imagine? Yeah, could you imagine your mom adopts a bunch of other kids, okay? And you think, oh, I'm going to have a bunch of brothers and sisters. And instead of getting to know them, all you do is just see them naked while you're trying to eat dinner. I mean, that is terrifying. Yeah, it's freaking horrible. It's like, how, why did they think that this was okay? Uh, I don't know. That's some twisted minds. So... They would often eat, so they lived in a, a rural area. So they would uh, in the town of Bloomfield, and they would uh, in Milwaukee, and they would often eat uh, grass, so corn, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, sorry, that's what I meant. And they would often eat grass, corn, soybeans, apples that they stole from other other farm farms that they found. They would also there was like a chicken coop. They would they would break into the chicken coop and steal the eggs and they would eat the eggs raw. Uh. They would uh, eat bird seed, peanuts, essentially anything they could find. God. Now, if they were caught stealing or even if they were caught, like trying to get food, you know, they were punished and they were punished for everything. I mean, of they, were, they were punished for not answering a question quick enough, answering a question too quickly and not letting the parents finish. Answering a question without saying, like, you know, sir or ma'am at the end of it. Um, you know, they were punished for, like, all sorts of things. They were beaten, stabbed, kicked in the groin, slapped, doused with pepper spray. And um, let's see forced to stand naked stripped and forced to stand naked in front of their siblings what was their age range of the children um they don't really say i think they're all they were all pretty much the same age because when this article came out it said that there were a lot of 17 and 18 year olds 
Mm. So I think that they were all pretty much the same age. One time, uh, one of the children was caught stealing food. So Kathleen O'Brien threw several loaves of frozen bread on the floor and ordered all six adopted children to eat the bread before they could go to bed. Fucking monster. Um, If this doesn't end with her being fucking gone and quartered, then I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah. Um, or at least fucking jailed fuck jail it's too nice you guys are fun I you guys are good <laughs> I love you guys so much <clears throat> so we love you too sorry I'm still thinking about how angry I am this is intense information oof so they were <laughs> So <clears throat> they would often be forced to stand barefoot in the snow. They would be locked in their room for several days. They would be forced to kneel on sharp rocks or stand in the sun or in a dog pen among dog feces. Oh my God. My God. Of course they have dogs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> knock, knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel who? No bell. That's why I knocked. Ah, I see the tactic. What's going on here? That's fun, isn't it? That's fun. Exactly. It's greatly appreciated, Laura. You're doing a fantastic bang up job. Yes, you are. Thank you. There were they had a family pool, but the adopted kids were not allowed to use it. They were forced to do a lot of the outside work. Kathleen O'Brien was did more of the physical abuse. She would slap them across the face. As many times as their age. Oh my god. Uh, and the children got to pick which hand they were slapped with. Uh, which man, I know that is such a fucking like mindfuck. Yeah, it's such a mindfuck to these kids. My, my parents used to hit us with books and they would go, You pick the book. And so then I'd pick like a paperback, like a tiny paperback book. <laughs> be like, here you go. Yeah. Here's but, a you have a playbill of a Yeah production we've seen recently yeah but i i i know that this sounds this is just me trying desperately to find humor in the situation but when i thought about that i just thought for some reason that she she doesn't this doesn't i looked at pictures and i it doesn't look like it but that she had like one adult hand and one tiny baby hand (laughs) she was like you pick the hand (laughs) (laughs) And then she gets mad when they call it the baby hand. Yeah. Uh, How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one hand and one boneless hand. I hope she's set on fire. <laughs> In, uh, if one adopted child broke a rule, then all six children were punished. Uh. Winter, they would uh, They would be given parts of the family's large driveway to shovel. If one child tried to help another child shovel an assigned spot... Both would be forced to remove their shoes and socks and stand in the snow. Stop. These fucking people. So, (laughs) knock, knock. Who's there? Figs. Figs who? Figs the doorbell. It's not working. Are these all about doorbells? (laughs) I can't tell. I'm just making a random. (laughs) Somebody's got an issue with their broken doorbell. Yeah. Yeah. 
They don't like the ring doorbells that everybody has lately. Yeah. So <laughs> when they were arrested, an investigation was done, and it was found that that several complaints had been made as far back as like 2008. So remind you, they were arrested in 2011. God. Several complaints, both with the school and specifically with child services oh. by biological and adopted children were made mm. and no follow-up. What? Of course not. Because that's a lovely American system of child welfare. My God. Again. It was only... Oh, sorry. What'd you say? I was going to say, schools don't want to get involved because they don't want to mess up their flow of things they're like well if we teachers are like for the most part teachers are like well if i get involved then i could you know i have to appear in court or like fucking yeah i have to make a test uh i have to testify and then like somebody at the school district's gonna notice and then uh, like they just don't want to bother and then fucking social workers just won't go and then say they will i'm sorry i'm just mad (laughs) so uh, it wasn't until the Journal Sentinel contacted the State Department of Children and Families and that that the county was ordered to do something. Oh. Now, this story might not even have gotten traction. This story might have just been a blip, you know, story. It might not have been too, too crazy a story. Mm-hmm. However, around this time, there was a big issue with Russian adoptions. So in April 2010, an American adoptive mother sent her seven-year-old Russian adopted Russian son home to Russia with a one-way ticket and a letter that said he was violent, disruptive, and she didn't want to be his mother anymore. Hmm. And that's when Vladimir Putin decided to put some limits on children adoption to America. Well, I mean, that's fair. We can't just fucking return kids like that. Yeah. Is Vladimir Putin a hero in the story? Um, Vladimir Putin is a hero in every story. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, that's why he always is on a horse with his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Only heroes do that. That's true. <laughs> so in 2015, they are finally brought to trial. Their argument was that the children, well, the argument was twofold. The children refused to adapt to their American ways and that um, That's such a weak-ass argument. The adopted children were manipulated into rebelling against their welcoming adoptive parents by the oldest of the group who convinced the others that they were that the O'Briens were enslaving them. Oh my god. <laughs> Meanwhile, biological children were testifying and saying they saw firsthand these kids being kneed in the groin, slapped, beaten, stabbed, and locked in their bedroom for prolonged periods. So, uh, the kid Leonid, the, the boy that was on Dr. Phil, he said that his mom, he was outside playing with a pot. He found a pocket knife. He was outside playing with it. And his mom came up to him and said, what, what do you have? He goes, I have a pocket knife. And she looks at it and she said, well, if you want it so badly, here you go. And she took it and she slowly no. forced it into his hand. So she like took it and no. she slowly forced it into his hand and stabbed oh, him. God. Oh my God. <laughs> there was another time where uh, I forgot what it was, but it was some kind of detergent. So let's just say it was some kind of powdery detergent, I think. 
but they were cleaning that he was cleaning the dishes and he was using some kind of powder he was using some kind of detergent and he used too much of it and the mom made him put a bunch of it in his mouth and hold it in his mouth oh so um let's see the oldest child filed a complaint with the Woolworth County Services but nothing came of it I not so now we get to punishment um guarantee if their last name had been something like Jackson as opposed to O'Brien that welfare services would have been there uh like minutes after the complaint Mm -hmm. i mean i agree with you i will say though that jackson might not be the best example because we know a very famous jackson family that has a very got away with it yeah that got away (laughs) with it so i'm just gonna say maybe not jackson but maybe smith um wait joshua jackson (laughs) yeah oh no oh gosh oh no (laughs) Uh, so their punishment was one year in jail fuck you with privileges which meant that they could leave the jail go to work and they had to come back at night fuck you oh my god oh who's knock knock no 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 (laughs) no okay oh we keep the anger going you keep going what else that's it leonid uh at the time of the interview he wanted to join the marines carolina joined the peace corps luckily they were both adopted by what seemed like a very loving couple um they still kept in contact with their siblings that that's what they said and it seems like they hopefully were put in in better situations are the O'Briens still allowed to fucking adopt kids I mean, I don't, I don't, at this time, I don't know, but I hope not. Oh, my God. So they're just out. They're living their life back in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I urge everybody to find them on social media and everything else and uh, uh, litter, litter their mailboxes with hate mail. Do it. Yeah. yeah but how did they get away with that? Because there was no proof of it when, when it had, like when they caught them. I mean, there were so many complaints. So to be honest with you, I don't know really how they got away with it. The, their argument was so stupid. Yeah. That they said they said that they, you know, that they just didn't, they couldn't handle their strict upbringing. Mm. I mean, I think it was the fact that it was the kids against the parents, you know? But even, oh my God, Wisconsin fucked up here. Yeah. The state of Wisconsin seems like they fucked up because the one time that they need to do an angry mob, mm-hmm. they don't do it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know, Wisconsin people are pretty angry. I've met quite a few. No offense. No offense. Do you guys have some anger? Makes sense. State sucks. Nothing around. <laughs> Oh, it ranges they range in age from nine to seventeen. So I guess there were some there were some younger kids in there. Well, so that's so that's it. That they're out. And Mm -hmm. what and then (sighs) Thanks a lot, Lori. 
<laughs> Thanks a lot. This is Not terrible. This is terrifying. I, I mean, back. who's there? Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii who? I'm good. Hawaii you. Mm. Really? <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> You're shocked? <laughs> You're shocked we don't like that one? I'm really? shocked. I'm shocked by that. I thought that was going to be a crowd pleaser. <laughs> That's some open mic stuff, man. You like to tell a bad joke. You're like, really? Really? Yeah, what dude. <laughs> what do you guys not understand comedy? What do you, do you think that, how much credit would you give to somebody who went up and did five minutes of stand up of knock knock jokes? Oh. I mean, I've, I've seen it. Really? <laughs> yes. Clever or horrible? I mean, you get to a point where you're like, all right, yeah. this is dead. This is over. Like, I think five knock knock jokes in, you're like, move on to something else. <laughs> if somebody had like Mitch Hedberg style knock knock jokes that were completely unexpected and kind of smart, I'd be like, all right, I'm not going to pay to see you. <laughs> well, and that's what every comic hopes to hear. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna pay to see you. Not gonna pay to see you. This not gonna pay to see you, but I mean, you're doing what you're doing, so good for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want to say that our our friend and longtime fan, um, guy from KMCO. I won't say his name because I don't think he likes his name being said. I think he's in Wisconsin. I might be totally wrong, uh, but I'm pretty sure he's over in Wisconsin. Well, that'd be funny. Okay. If you know of the of these people, you know, definitely like let us know. Let yeah, us know. Give us an address. Give us a phone number. We'll we'll prank call them. And send them uh stuff in the mail. Yeah. All I know is that people from Wisconsin who are Packers fans, which they all are, right? That's their team? Yeah. They're really angry. But then people from Minnesota who are Packers fans are really nice. So I don't know what Wisconsin's fucking problem is. Sorry, I'm getting so mad at the state. Well, I just realized this that we know somebody mutually who is from Wisconsin. Oh and, yeah, we do. And they're all right. Oh yeah, she's a big Packers fan. Yeah, they're all right. So yeah, you know, but she she is of she is of the LGBTQ community. So she, it's an exception. We're talking about. And us. I can say this because it's on Patreon, but she didn't allow her dog to shit in my room for several for several weeks. So you know, very spiteful. Yeah, she had a lot of <laughs> she had a lot of rage. <laughs> she does have a lot of rage. <laughs> if you can find out who they're talking about, guys, send a self-addressed envelope. <laughs> self-addressed for what? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> no follow-up. We'll send you a picture of cash. Yeah. Being like, who are they talking about? <laughs> nice headshot. Yeah, one of my good headshots. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'd be good. Can I participate? I want a cash headshot. Yeah, you got you it. Send a self-addressed envelope to. <laughs> can I? Can I get a headshot of cash and just a signed headshot that just says like, "Keep doing what you're doing," and then just put that in my classroom? Keep on trucking. <laughs> yeah, keep on trucking, and just put it in my classroom. And then yeah. people be like, who is that? And I'd be like, you don't know who that is? Wow. Okay. Wait. Make your classroom like one of those like restaurants where they put up all the pictures on the wall. <laughs> who are not even remotely famous. They're just famous to you or notable to you. Yes. <laughs> but I also would love it if you put something like math got me to where I am today. And it's like, 
the fuck is that? That's like somebody who really enjoys math. That's yeah. what it is. I'm gonna this, sign it and just say, "Watch out for snakes." Let's get signed pictures of all our uh, comedian friends. Watch out for snakes. <laughs> Lori's gonna frame them and put them up. She's gonna she's gonna call Tuesdays the cash special. I would. I would seriously. I hope I get a good sandwich. This would be great. Yeah. I have space. I have space. I could put seriously put up some some pictures and then. It, what the best part is is then when the adults come in the room and they're looking at my room and they're just like, what is all this? Oh, that's the guy. That's that guy. That's you that guy. That's not in that thing. You don't know how Cash Job Demolic is? I mean, he does so many things. It's hard to pick one. Yeah. And, then, and then to throw him for another loop, just tie a bunch of red string all over the place and add some maps to it. <laughs> and they'd be like, what is this? And they'd be like, that's yes. what I figure out for the last 10 goddamn years i've been trying to show your fucking kids man yeah all of a sudden you turn into rust from true detective you're like ah, fuck this bullshit yeah i just have like naked women's bodies being impaled by horns and just like okay Lori, you've got you're a special education teacher like come on i'm like i'm trying to solve a murder <laughs> it's not my fucking fault your kid doesn't want to learn yeah smoking cigarettes in the classroom it's fucking bullshit yeah but i still i still don't know how to smoke cigarettes so i just don't inhale you're just lighting them and then taking a like taking a hit and lighting another one because you don't know yeah (laughs) that sounds like us to me this one's done (laughs) this one's this one's obviously done yeah yeah i I know when they're done yeah (laughs) that's like one time i pissed off this guy because I was like one of the like very few times that I was like I'm gonna be a smoker. Um, I got <laughs> I bought a pack of cigarettes and I like was like tapping it because like I see people do that. And then I and then I pull one out and I lit it from the opposite end. Uh-huh. And I was like I was like this isn't working. And then this one guy was just staring at me and I was just like nope this one's not working. And then I did it again and it wasn't working. And I was like nope this one's not working. And I did and the guy goes oh my god <laughs> he just runs uh-huh. over. Oh, Lori. <laughs> ah, that guy. That guy is still talking about that to friends. He's like, I fucking swear to God, man. It was, oh, God. They're like, shut up, Todd. Yeah. But I just love that he, like, I thought for a second that he was watching something else because it was Hollywood. Was, you know, it was on Hollywood Boulevard. It was right outside of I.O. And here you got this guy. There's so many things he could be staring at. And he's just like, this fucking bitch. So <laughs> I have a good night. That's a fucking cherry on the cake. Oh, Ice cream. All right. Sunday. What? Nothing. What are you saying? I said he wasn't having a good night, and seeing her do that was the cherry on top. But then I said cake <laughs> instead of ice cream Sunday. Let's all revisit my fuck up, okay? Well, on that note, let's end on a let's end on on a cash fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the cherry on the strudel. Ice cream cake sunday all right well if you guys made it to the end hopefully you got some laughs at the end some when it it ended (laughs) so so what a terrible tragic story uh yes if you guys have heard more about this case or you know um have followed up on it maybe you heard of it on your own let us know if there's any more stories or articles um hopefully happy ones about the young adults now thriving yeah and, that'd be great yeah and and those uh parents 
the the kids that were on that Dr. Phil show were so freaking amazing. I mean, they were like 17 and 18 or 19 and they were like, they were so great. One of them wanted to join the Carolina, wanted to join the Peace Corps, which yeah. I was like, well, that seems like a, what a 17 year old wants to do. But I was like, more, more power to her. I did it. I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to. What does that work? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I interviewed for the Peace Corps and they were like, oh yeah, we're going to be like in the jungle. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I thought this was going to be more of like an office job. So no, right. thank you. Yeah. Ah, Lori. Can I help make to make the tote bags or something, please? That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I, mean... I thought it was like stuffing envelopes. <laughs> I think you're looking for the Red Cross, they said flippantly as he dismissed you yeah all right well thank you guys so much have a great uh remaining time of august (laughs) and we'll see you in september yeah this is coming out august 31st so in a few hours it'll be september 1st have a great fall equinox see you in september touch all right bye